once I started trading options, I realized that like the real key is like, you know, really leveling like your money up. You know, if you have your own business and you can put 50K in a stock and just hold it and make 5% or 4%. That's kind of where I want to be. Hold up. The Todd Capital MVP Series. This is the podcast where we're interviewing the MVPs of the Tide Capital Options community. It's time for you to come and learn the best approaches, mindset, and ways to capitalize in every way possible while buying and selling options. This episode is sponsored by Hood Estates. Hood Estates is offering a Hood Estates Elite Real Estate Investing Program as well as a Hood Estates Trucking Program. All the details can be found in the show notes. You can also find them on Instagram at Hood Estates. Money to pay off debt and increase your income? I'm Terry Egioma from Invest with Terry, and I teach an online course on how to invest in the stock market for daily or weekly returns. My seven step strategy saves you time and erases the guesswork from trading. With these seven steps, I've earned over 16000 in a day without having a large account. Start big or small, these proven steps will increase your profits and decrease your losses. To learn more, visit itradeandtravel.com. And now it's time for the show. Who is Shia Black Barbie? So Shia Black Barbie, my name is April Spicer. So I um, work as a technical project manager. Um, I just got my Scrum Master certification last year. So my last pro was a Scrum Master. So I have a tech background. And um, before taking the options course, I was already doing investing a little bit on the side, like in TD Ameritrade, but I really didn't know what I was doing. So, like, so how long were you investing before you started doing options? So I got my TD Ameritrade account in 2017. Um, I had got um, a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA there. And then um, I just put some money in there and I was just like, okay, let me like buy and sell Facebook and Apple. But I wasn't really making any money. I was only making like 100 here, maybe 300. And it was taking me a long time to make that that money, a couple hundred dollars. And so you did that for like two years? Well, no, no, no. I didn't really do that for two years. I was just like doing that like for maybe, I don't know, three or four months. And then I stopped because I was like, I'm not really making the money. And I knew it was some way that I could make money when the stock market went down. But no one seemed to know. Like one of my friends was like, yeah, you can make money when the stock market goes down. I'm like, well, how? He's like, he didn't know. And then I called TD Ameritrade. I, I called customer service and I was like, um, cause I was trying to figure it out and they didn't even know. And I was like, man, they don't know. Like, I was like, man. So then I just was doing other things like, you know, other hustles and working my own corporate job. And then I found your course and I was like, this is what I was looking for like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's dope because it kind of speaks to the power of options, but it also kind of speaks to um, having experience in the space before you start trading options, because I think you can appreciate options a little bit more. Um, so when you first started trading options, how were things different than when you were just trading stocks or investing in stocks? So things were different because, um, well, when I first took the course, that was around the coronavirus time. So everything kind of crashed, like the airlines and the, um, the cruise lines. So I immediately like jumped on that. Right. And I took out like 2000, but, um, dollars out of my account and just put it in a Robin hood. And then I just started trading, but yeah, it was different because I was like, you know, I'm making, you know, a hundred dollars every time, you know, I make it, it moves a dollar. So I started making money and I was like, man, I, I need to be really making, I need a, more money. Like, <laughs> so, 
get more gains. How did how did you get your initial capital to start investing? Well, I I work a corporate job, so um, like I already have money, and I and I have rental um, properties, so you know I already have money in the bank. Like I'm I'm one of those people. Like I'm always saving. I'm all, I'm like I never pay full price for anything except for like cosmetics, you know, <laughs> food. <laughs> I'm always grinding. So, yeah, I already had the capital. I started with a couple thousand because I really didn't want to like buy those like really cheap stocks or companies that just like those penny stocks or whatever. I was like, no, I'm just going to buy like Facebook and Apple because I already like had the experience with that and I already watched those stocks. So I was already watching. So um, after why is it important to invest in things that you've been watching? Because you know how the stock moves. And like, that's really, really important because um, if you're not like watching the stocks and you don't know how, how they move, it's like, you're not looking at the charts. I don't know. Like I've never, I've never made any investment without looking at the charts. So before um, I took your course, you know, I was already looking at averages, you know, like um, five day, 10 days. Like I was already looking at charts, even though like I wasn't being super technical. But then when I got into options, um, I started, think, you know, doing more research. And then I was looking at what Chris was doing and like the RSI indicator. And because I wasn't doing any of that when I first started options, And I was taking little losses here and there because I was buying when the RSI was too high. Yeah. Um, yeah. So your very first trade, what was the very first trade? The very first trade I was looking, I was looking that up and I think it was, um, I think it was Facebook and I made like $174. I think that's what it was. I like went all the way through my phone and was like screenshotting. And then, um, yeah, I was making like a hundred here, 200 here on Facebook. How were you able to go from making the hundreds to making the thousands? Cause you've been having some good thousand dollar days. Yeah. So basically what I did was like my strategy was to focus on companies that I already knew that were great companies that were growing companies, just like what you taught in the course, right? Companies that um, don't have a lot of debt. So I was doing all like a lot of tech stocks. Um, I was doing research on some stocks um, like Crowd and some other stocks, but I was really focused on more of the companies that like we use every day. And I just kept flipping my money until I could afford like the more expensive stocks. And so then when I hit um, seven at uh, seven thousand with Amazon, it really I could have made fifteen thousand, but I was at this event and I wasn't watching my phone, and I was just like, man, let me just get out. So, <laughs> so I, I I just kept flipping because I I started like I started with twenty seven hundred, and then I made like six or seven thousand, and then I made like I lost Netflix because I played earnings, and I was like, man, that was Netflix is crazy. bad. Yeah. I lost like nineteen hundred dollars. Um, but I didn't give myself enough time. Like, like you said in the course, like give yourself time after earnings. I like that you, so all together, are you trading the same stocks? Like you just follow these same yeah. five stocks? Cause you know, some people they're like, oh, well this call out is popping. So I need to go run over there and make some money over there. How do you, how do oh, you kind of play things? I did not do that. Cause I was, I was, I was in the trading community and I was, um, I was looking at a lot of stocks and people were saying, I got, I made this. And then, so I knew I shouldn't chase the stocks, but then I was like, you know, how am I going to be like watching like all these stocks? I mean, I have a watch list, but you know, I, at first, when I first was trading, I was trading like maybe two and three stocks at a time and options. Then one time I had like five stocks. I was like, well, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, it's you too know, much, yeah. that's like way too much. So then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do one stock. 
And then I just started like doing Shopify. And that's when I was started making a thousand here, a thousand here, two thousand here. And um, I just kind of stuck with that because I was like watching it a lot. But no, I, I don't I don't hop on those um, trendy stock. I, I really go for the tech stock, but now tech is not doing good. So I, I need to be able to rotate into different sectors. So my plan is really to kind of out of all like NASDAQ, you know, the Dow and the S&P really just kind of have like a whole strategy of certain companies that I just watch. Um, and, and that'd be like, that'd be perfect, you know. Hi, how are you? I am Andre C. Hatchett, 15-year mobile notary pioneer and veteran. We have created the Notary Business School, which will show you how to start a successful, long-term, needed business as a mobile notary public. Well, with 15 years of experience and with different downturns in the economy, we have labeled this business as being recession-proof, meaning that you can run this business in any climate, any city, any state in America. On average, our students make between 60 and 200 $150 per appointment, which usually takes under an hour. I'll say that again. On average, our students usually make between $60 and $250 per appointment as a mobile notary public. If you would like to enroll and save a few dollars, go to the website, millinotarypromo.com. That is millinotarypromo.com. Look forward to seeing you in class. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, ladies. This is Roshana Scott. And are you looking for a community of women real estate investors? If so, I want to take a quick second to share with you Infinity Membership. Sorry, fellas, but Infinity Membership is a women's only online community for newbie and experienced investors. Come let your hair down and join a non-judgment zone sisterhood where all of your questions about investing in real estate get answered. This is also an opportunity to learn from the best of the best. Other seasoned and successful women in the industry share their success tips often. Our live group sessions are twice a month and we support each other daily within our private Facebook group. Our sessions range from driving for dollars to working with contractors to out-of-state investing, raising private capital, marketing your deals, and so much more. Does this sound like something that you've been looking for? Well, we would love to have you. For more information, visit us at bit.ly forward slash infinity membership. Again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash infinity membership. So what are some things that you've done to become better at investing and trading? Don't get emotional. That's really a good one. Not to get um, emotional with the trades, you know, because um, or just like, you know, not do all of the um, like I have like a certain process that I do. You know, I'm looking at the news. I'm looking at the charts. I'm looking at the RSI. I'm looking at the 200 moving day average. But sometimes, you know, you you log in and then you see it take off and then you just want to jump on it because you know it's it's just hype it's just like with tesla like today you know it took off i didn't jump in tesla but, <laughs> but you know you have that like i don't know it's like a pool you know like an attraction you want to do that but that's not the best thing to do really i feel like when i see people making money in stocks i don't watch i'm just like good for you good job but I'm still over here watching the stocks that I watch, investing in the stocks that I invest in. And I know it's going to come back to me for the most part outside of 
the individual trades that I do do, my entire portfolio is in value plays. So my entire portfolio is in undervalued stocks that I feel like are going to do well over the long term because that bottom at such a discount. And so before tech got really, really hot, my stocks were doing really, really hot. I was up about $100,000. And when people started moving their money out of there and they started going into tech because what we call sector rotation, then I lost about 60 of that. And then this week I've made up about 30 of that back. And so my idea is that eventually it's going to come back. But when I saw everybody making money in Tesla and Netflix and all that good stuff, I was like, that's cool. But that's not what I'm focused on because a few different things. I have to stay focused on what I'm focused on, but also I don't want to get in the habit of chasing. I don't want to get in, get in the habit of buying something just because somebody else bought it. You're just trying to ride their coattails. And a lot of times you get burned that way. I'm just not a proponent of investing that way. Right. I had invested in, um, what is it? Nicola, Nicola like um, that, that um, stock with electrical trucks. Right. And so someone, in the chat in the trading community put it up and I got in early and it went all the way up. I was like oh my gosh you know that's the first time I've ever seen a stock just like just shoot up like a rocket it was just crazy but I was you know it, I didn't I didn't double I didn't double down I didn't like I just did like you know one contract but I was like you know I really shouldn't be I really shouldn't be doing the these type of trades I really need to be focused on um like you said undervalued and I have like a portfolio with buy and hold that I did that was undervalued right the corona coronavirus stock list <laughs> that I did <laughs> I did because you and Chris was talking about that and I was like let me move some money and uh, TD Ameritrade and like just like buy, you know. So a lot of those stocks, I don't, I didn't even know anything about, but um, I doubled my money, over doubled. I think I put in three thousand, and it's up like sixty five hundred. That's crazy. And then That's I bought crazy. a whole bunch of Tesla stock when it was at four hundred, wow. and now it's way up. So. I- so I feel like being in the space and having some success in the space makes you more prone to want to invest more in the space. Like back in the day, when you're just getting a little hundred bucks, 200 bucks here, it's like, ah, whatever. But now that you're making big money, it's like, okay, well, let's see where else I can find opportunity. It's interesting because that's kind of always been my strategy. My strategy is how can I find the big returns in the stock market? Because they say they exist. On Wall Street, they're balling, driving Rolls Royces, wearing Rolexes. I was like, obviously, there's some money here. And so that's where the value investing idea came from, because I realized like I can buy this at super cheap and double my money. And then also options, like I can buy something and have an astronomical return on the upside. So it's there if we just do it right. Once I started trading options, I realized that like the real key is like, you know, really leveling like your money up. You know, you have your own business and you can put 50K in a stock and just hold it and make 5% or 4%. That's kind of where I want to (laughs) be. Yeah, I, I feel like that's true. It's like you, you like I had this whole conversation about 401ks and I was telling people like, I know people who have 10,000 in their 401k and it's just sitting there. And I'm like, man, if you were to put that money to work aggressively in options, you could turn that 10k to 100k and put the 100k in your 401k. But don't put 10k in the 401k and expect to and expect it to grow to 100k because you're going to be waiting for 50 years. And then who knows what the market's going to look like in 50 years. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to work for them for 50 years, do a little slave thing and get your $100,000. Right. Yeah, um, I feel like, you know, with investing in options, it's it's a great way to maximize on an opportunity. But in the overall scheme of things, you want to have like multiple strategies, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let me get to my questions. Um, how do you determine when you want to enter a trade? 
What are you looking for? So I'm looking for if the stock is um, undervalued or is it overbought? You know, if it's overbought, I'm not really going in. If I'm going in, it's more like a day trade type thing. And it's really like a hype thing. Like, you know, so-and-so company is partnered with so-and-so. And then it's just like some real big hype around it. Um, so that's that's when I usually enter in. I usually look at the chart to see like, you know, what the average is. And I really want to buy below the average, below the average price like you know. which which average are you looking at how many days well well with option i'm not really looking at a 200 because like with the coronavirus you know if you look at that it's it's going to be kind of skewed right that's very true yeah so so it's that's not really gonna so i usually um i usually go back i would say like the last 30 days or i, I usually go 30 days 10 days five days like i just kind of like estimate and look so you have a smaller moving average and you want it to be underneath that line yeah usually mm -hmm. why is I, that I, I really watch it because um because if you're buying below then and then you're placing a call you're assuming it's going to go up you want to have enough room for your gain so you know you don't want to buy like if like apple right now is like 450 you know i don't really want to buy apple right now at 450 if it's at the all-time high you know i agree i avoid that stuff because statistically it's more likely to correct downwards than it is to continue to run up. Once you start bumping the 52-week the high and you're setting new highs, I've just, I've found that sometimes you're going to walk into a situation where some big trader or some big bank decides they want to take profits. When they take profits, they're taking your profits. <laughs> so they're going to cash out and then your stock price is going to go down. So that's why I'm super anti about buying the top. Even if, even if like, I feel like chasing the top is kind of the opposite of what I do in, re in, re in regard to like value investing. Because if you're chasing the top, there's not that much further for it to go up, but there's so much further for it to fall. But if you're buying the bottom, there's so much further for it to go up, but it can only really go down so much further, especially if, if you're buying after it's plummeted substantially one or two times. And you notice it's starting to kind of recover a little bit. Typically, that's when I come in. So the same is true on the opposite. The logic is the same. Right. So how do you determine when you want to take profit? Because I see that question asked a lot. They're like, well, how much money is enough money in? When do I know when I should sell? Well, that's what they, they say that you should be fearful when the stock is going up, right? Like you like that it's gonna drop. So like um and you don't wanna be greedy and I hear so many people saying, Don't be greedy, don't be greedy. But the thing is is that like certain stocks move like you know like tesla like did how how many like 150 dollars or shopify they're moving like 20 30 dollars a day so you know depending on like what stock you get i'm kind of like basing it off of that and like how how fast the stock moves on average and then i'll be like okay let me get out because especially like if like let's say if i get amazon amazon averages like you know 30 40 dollars a day like on the up trend and if it's up higher than that, I need to probably be, I need to be getting out because it's going to go down. You know, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to go down. To me, like I was telling one guy that's um, in the trading community, it's like the whole key is to like not lose money. Right. You know, that's the whole key is to like not lose money because if you're constantly in options, you're going to be making money. You're going to be making a thousand here, five thousand here, you know, whatever. But you don't want to lose. And so you want to get out not to lose. And the thing is, I remember like, when I was like trading in the beginning, like with Netflix, when it when when earnings came and it didn't make earnings, I was thinking, okay, well, at least I'll break even. Like it's gotta like 
come back. And it never, it never did. And that's when I was like, man, this is, and I had a whole extra week after earnings. And so, no, I don't know. It it didn't, it it did not. With what's, you know, with time decay too. Like, so I broke even, you know, maybe three or four times in the beginning, but now like when I'm trading, I'm, I'm really don't, I don't wait around. Right. Right. Because it's, it's just like, you can make money quick. You can also lose money quick. Really quick. You can lose money really fast. And it doesn't take much movement for you to lose money. Just like it kind of, it takes a lot of movement to make money, but you never know because a lot of it is like statistics and odds based. So if it drops a certain amount of money, you don't have enough time left in that contract. It could go to zero. It can go to negative 90%. So when you do get that opportunity and you get some money, capitalize on it immediately. Yo, it's the Options Trading Workshop, presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 inside money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. This episode is brought to you by 24-7 Watches. Shop our limited edition luxury watches at 247watches.com. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 47watches.com. Use code Todd Capital at checkout for special discount. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 24-7 Watches. That's at T-W-E-N-T-Y 47 Watches. And another thing too, like I see people um, doing, which I haven't done, like they'll buy like two and three, four contracts and they'll get like a cheaper stock, right? And they'll just wait for it to move up a dollar or two, you know? I really don't, I don't, I don't really do that type of strategy. Um, Why not? And that's, well, and that's the thing, I think because I'm like one of those investors, like I really like my stocks to like move. Like I don't want to get a stock where it's like, oh, the stock only moves like two or three dollars a day, unless it's like, you know, an ETF and I got like, you know, 50,000 in there. I'm just like, trying to be conservative but if I'm like okay I want to my goal is a thousand dollars a week I'm not I, I'm just personally I'm not going to go like double up two three contracts and like hope and pray it moves up two dollars because you know I don't know I maybe I'll try it one day but I have not tried that strategy you just found more success buying larger stocks that are going to move more and just making sure that you're on the right side of the move it's interesting I like it yeah. that's good feedback um, let's see. What was your most successful trade? So my most successful trade was Amazon. <clears throat> I made like seven thousand and seventy-five dollars. Um, I think I had it for like two days. That was the one I was telling you I couldn't make like fifteen grand, mm. but like I was in my car, like I was out of town and I, I wasn't watching it and I couldn't be on my phone and I was like, Oh man, like so, but I still got out like around what three thirty. So you know that's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And Amazon, like it's expensive. I heard you talk about how expensive Amazon was, and like, and I also feel like you know your risk tolerance is very important. You need to understand what your risk tolerance is. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like my risk tolerance in the beginning was it was like too high. Like I was just like I was really like running it up. You know, doing like all these risky trades in the beginning (laughs) and getting lucky and then breaking even like, Oh, thank God I didn't lose any money. Like, and I was like, I shouldn't be, (laughs) I 
I was like, I shouldn't be trading like this. This is, you know, so um, yeah, Amazon was good. Amazon's okay, you know, but even after that, like looking at the market now, like I, I'm I'm waiting till like next Tuesday to yeah. get in. Well, I, I feel like for like during that time period, tech kind of got left behind. And so like everybody was doing well, except for tech. This is the time when a lot of those undervalued, because we were kind of betting on the world coming back, right? So everybody was like, oh yeah, in July, everything's going to open up. It's going to be wonderful again. And mm-hmm. so all the stocks kind of ran up into that period. And then July hit and they're like, nah, it's still not time. And so then people pulled their money out of that sector and they put it back into tech. And then tech ran up for like a good three weeks, four weeks. And then it got to the top of its chart. And then it kind of fell down because even Tesla before it started flying, like it was down pretty substantially the past few days. It was down. I was looking at it like even last week, it just seemed like it was flat. It wasn't really like going anywhere. Yeah. And then they did so, that split. So. That's why I feel like it's important to tune in into the news just to kind of see what's going on. I still feel like people have to focus on trying to be ahead of the news as opposed to taking their cues from the news. I just want the news to kind of confirm my thoughts. And so as you're taking in information, you kind of want to come up with your own thesis for what's going to happen in the future. And then as news is how coming you, out. How do you figure that out? Like, are you paying for like, inf- like, are you paying like for information before it gets out? Because I'm not paying for anything like Market Watch or like all those, you know, outlets. Mm. I'm not paying any extra um, money. So I would say the way I do it is I've been around the block a while. So I've been, I've been investing since, I mean, maybe about 10 years. And so like I was, I told people like I was working for with Jones Series 7, all that stuff. And so I saw the last recession like up close. I was in the market. I was working with other larger financial advisors who, who had bigger clientele. And so like, I just saw stuff. And so after a while, you just get a kind of sense of things that are going on. And so for me, I'm not, I'm never really reading the news to find out what's going on. I'm always reading the news to say, okay, so if this is happening, logically, what's the next step? We don't know what the next step is, but what's logically the next step? Are they going to have to find a solution to this problem more than likely? So for example, with like Chipotle or with BP, when these companies hit times of crisis, they have so much money and so much resource and so much manpower, like these people hire the best of the best of the best. They're hiring people from Stanford, Harvard, all these really great, uh, all these really great schools to solve problems for them. So I'm just banking that they're going to solve the problem. I don't know how they're going to solve the problem. I just know they're going to have to solve it somehow. So for example, with SPG, I don't know how they're going to solve that problem. I just know that they're going to have to solve it. And there's a lot of upside in that, in that solution. And so even if it doesn't go back to where it fell from, as long as it goes near where it fell from, I'm happy. Um, With Tesla, I mean, you kind of have to think like where, like you have to kind of use vision in a sense. It's like, where do you think Tesla is going to take this company? Where do you think Apple is going to take their company? Where do you think Amazon, all these huge companies, are they going to continue to grow? Probably so. Probably only going to get bigger and stronger and better. Um, And so I I would just say that like a part of investing is just having vision and foresight. You have to have foresight and you don't even know how it's going to happen. You just, that's that's the upside of investing, in my opinion. What other things are you taking in? Like what books have you read? What um, maybe YouTube videos or what other courses have you been watching that have helped you out? I'm reading The Millionaire Next Door um, right now. I really like that book um, because it kind of gives me a different it's giving me a different perspective on um just like the lifestyle of millionaires you know i knew that you know there's millionaires out here that are frugal and everything like that but the statistics was like i was kind of shocked on that for real like wow you know um i'm not really on youtube um i'm thinking about that's huh. all I watch is YouTube. All I mean, I, I'm not on there. I'm not on there. For, I'm on there, but not for stock. Right, not right, right, right. 
Sometimes those videos are boring and they're not very helpful. They're kind of long and drawn over, out. Overcomplicate things and so. And they like, do overcomplicate things. That's why I don't watch them. Yeah, I agree with that. That's it's so funny. People are like, "Oh, you could learn it on YouTube." I'm like, "Okay, try. If you could learn on YouTube, you would have been been doing it." Like, <laughs> I, I, I was looking on YouTube before I got your course. Yeah, I was looking on YouTube like trying to figure out what to do but you know everyone's like hiding information click this month description and all this and i'm like this is you know so no i think your course is like it was the best thing for sure we have more content coming i'm working with wale he's going to be doing an advanced options course coming soon um excited about that he's excited about that he's putting a lot of work into it um I think that's all the questions that I have. So we'll open it up to the floor. And if I have other questions, I'll ask them as we go along. But you guys can go ahead and slide in the chat. I think um, somebody said protect capital at all costs or protect capital above all else. Um, any questions, drop them in. Anything that you guys want to ask. You've been having consistent wins. And a lot of people, that's one of their things is like consistency. So how are you able to find consistency in what you're doing? Uh, <laughs> consistency. I think it just comes from me. Um, I guess like you said, it's that vision and foresight. You know, I'm looking at the news, I'm doing research, I'm seeing like what's what's like what companies are doing really good, what's what's not doing good. And so I, I do puts in calls, but mostly but mostly calls. Oh. Are you gonna read it? He says and he's on my trading or swing trading. Um, yeah, sometimes I day trade, um, but not not a lot. You know, I don't go in like saying, oh, I'm, I want to day trade. I mean, sometimes I do, but usually so like. Why is that? Why don't you day trade? I think it's like that mental, it's the mentality of like, okay, I just want a quick win. I just want that like quick thousand or quick, you know, $500 instead of like saying, okay, let me look at this week and let me see what companies or what or what's company are going into earnings you know I kind of avoid earnings so sometimes I'll, I'll look at that to see or I'll I'll buy a stock that's in earnings but I won't play out earnings I'll get out before but no I go in thinking that like you know it's the stock is going to do good for at least that that week yeah. you know Honestly, or it's tank. I feel like if you if you avoid earnings it gives you more predictability because you're not going to get as strong of a drop and so like with earnings you could you could get hammered 10 15 percent you lose all your money. If it's just a standard like swing or day trade, you might lose a percent or two one day, a percent or two the next day, but it's not a dramatic drop that's going to kill your portfolio instantaneously or kill your holding instantaneously. So I can understand the logic of avoiding earnings. And I think um, I've, I've played Tesla in a day trade before, you know, just in and out. You know, I've done that. So. Tesla is a unique stock. I've always loved Tesla. I used to own Tesla when it was like a hundred dollar stock. I sold it. I made a lot of money. Um, and it's funny because it was on an earnings play. I, I, it was like, my first time making real big money in the stock market. This was like 2000 and maybe 15, something like that. Maybe it was really, it was like, it was like 2015. Let's say hypothetically 2015. And like, they were, they were a very cheap stock, like $75 and they reported earnings. They went up to like over a hundred bucks. So something crazy like that. And I, I, this is like my first time making big money and I wasn't as old as I am now. I was like early twenties and I made like $2,000 overnight or something like that. And I was like, what? Two thousand dollars. Oh. <laughs> Todd Consultant presents the vending machine business webinar. You can only have one job, but you can have as many vending machines as you want. This is your chance to see how we do business and how you can start your very own vending machine business. Avoid the mistakes we made and start winning. You'll be shown how we find, negotiate, buy, and manage our vending machine business, generating thousands per month, and how it has unlimited scale. 
To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. Hey everybody, it's your girl Erica Williams from the Classy Climb blog. I'm a six-figure YouTube earner and the author of the book, Smartphone Millionaire, how to lend to people, real estate, and businesses from the palm of your hand. And if you're interested in the three things that changed my life over the past four years to become a six-figure YouTube earner and investor in multiple properties in multiple states, I would love for you to join me over at the Classy Climb YouTube channel. And now it's now it's trading at fifteen hundred bucks. If I just would have held what I had there, who knows what I would have had. So man. Yeah, I think I'm up like 150, 160% on Tesla. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't hold oh, the, the next part of the question is like, do I hold for several weeks? I don't hold for more than like three weeks. But that's because I'm not like, you know, if I was putting in like in one trade, like, you know, um, $10,000 or like 20000 you know, because you know, it costs more the, the more you hold it, you know, the longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really, um, I'm not doing that. That that kind of money is over in the buy and hold. So, um, yeah. Well, as you're making money, are you sweeping money into your larger, into your long term portfolio? Or are you doubling and tripling and quadrupling up or are you doing a combination of both? Yeah, I'm doing, well, I'm doing both. Like I, I've quadrupled, like, well, yeah. Well, the goal is not for me to like just be making money and then putting it into um, that account that I have because that that coronavirus stock I haven't really I moved some money in there but not really I'm just I just have it sitting in Robinhood so I need to I guess do something. <laughs> this is good. It's good problems to have, and you know you might not find like a lot of times we feel like we have to invest every dollar we have. And you might not see an opportunity, but when you do see an opportunity, it's cool to have cash. I did that recently. Um, I have a bunch of different investment accounts now. So I have like a Webull account um, and that's kind of become my like options account only because I didn't have success trading because my Robinhood kind of has like my long-term money mm-hmm. and then my Webull has my trading money. And I started trying to trade in the Robinhood account because it's just easier to buy options in Robinhood. And I found that like I was just all over the place because I had way too many positions open and I feel like having way too many positions open is just, it's too many variables, too many, too much movement. You're prone to just make a mistake. And so that's why I like I really do one or two at a time now. I'm not trying to be all over the board because I got to have my focus on those two stocks in that moment. And so um, I also have another like an IRA. And in my individual retirement account, I had a few thousand like that I could put to work and I saw an opportunity and I was like, cool, I have five grand. Let's put that five grand on that stock right there. And I think it'll play out. But I think that's just like general investment advice. Like you don't, we, so many people feel like they have to be trading and making money all the time. When you don't, you need to find an opportunity. Make sure you find an opportunity. Don't try to create an opportunity where there is no opportunity. So sometimes you got to sit in cash until so you find something that's like, that's it. That's what I'm going to buy. I'm going to go off of like what my, like what my spirit tells me. Like if it's saying like, don't go in the market, like I just won't go in. Like I don't, I don't, you know, just got to go off my gut instinct though. I don't trade. Like I don't feel like I need to be trading like all day, every day. So that that's, that's really good advice. Yeah. Um, sure. it's, it's so funny. I was on Twitter once. And somebody was like, yeah, the market's down today. Are y'all making money? Are you making money? He's like, I think real traders are people who make money every day. And I was like, I don't care what you think a real trader is. Like, 
I, I didn't, I'm not here to become anointed in your eyes. Like, you that's gotta, black, you gotta. That's black Twitter, right? Uh, it was a combination. I think it might have been somebody who kind of drifted into black Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and those people saying those comments, they probably they're not they're not even investing like that. That's and that's the whole thing, you know. I don't, you know. I trade. I try. I trade. I try to trade every week, but if I don't, like, if it's well, right now I'm trying to see what's going on with the stimulus package. So you know, looking at the government and all that, but um. No, I think it's I think it's good as an investor to like invest long term. You know, I have a portfolio of like an ETF portfolio. You know, I'm getting um, dividends. You know, I have a lot of things kind of going on, but I want to get better. I want to get better at options. I want to learn more specifically with the chart and that um, those other indicators. You know, I'm not like super technical with it, but, you know, yeah. it's funny because I feel like the group has motivated me to get even better. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta brush up on my skills. I gotta get stronger. I gotta get more solid, which is a good thing. This happened to me a few times in my life where I've hopped out in like a leadership role and you're like, well, bro, like you gotta get some books. You gotta watch some courses. You gotta do what you gotta do to step your skills up. And also quite honestly, it's been the way that I've been able to like accumulate my first big, big money. Like I told people like, that's how I bought the, the ring for my wife. That's how I was able to pay off credit card debt. And so like, there's so many cool things that you could be doing as you're kind of investing in options because the opportunity is so lucrative if you do it right and if you're good at it. Um, emphasis on being good at it and people need to learn that it's a skill. And so, yeah, you learned it one week. If you're not killing it week two, that doesn't mean anything. I think that um, April had an advantage because she already had been investing for so long. And so she didn't realize she was getting experience in the market, but she was getting experience in the market. And so if you are completely new to stocks, if you're completely new to options, you you gotta, you gotta put the time in. It's like Eric Thomas says it takes 18 years to be 18 years old. You don't get to just skip it because you took a course on being 18 years old. You still got to put in that time. You yeah. still got to put in that work. I feel like, too, you also have to, like, you need to be okay with taking a few L's, you know? <laughs> you need to be okay with that. Like, you need to be okay. Like, you might make $500 in this option, but maybe the next trade you might lose 200 I mean, are yeah. you going to stop trading? Because, like, you know, you, you need to get better. So you have to learn from your mistakes. I think, like, you know... My sister's in here and I was like, you know, me and her talking. I'm like, when are you going to place your first trade in Robinhood? She's like, okay, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to, like, I'm going to. And then I have people on Instagram, like this one lady, she's like, um, yeah, I've been doing more research. She's like, well, how long? She's like, she asked me like, how long have you been researching? I was like, I just jumped in. Like I took the course. I just jumped. I just jumped in, you know, can't, you can't research like one month, two months, three months, four months. You're not placing no trades. Then it's like, okay, you got to take action. And it's all it's all about that fear, like being fearless, you know, because when you hungry, you like, I got to get this money, you know, I got to get this, I gotta get this bag. So like, that's one I'm, thing I noticed about you. It seems like you are hungry. It seems like you want it. Oh, I really do want it, Ty. Like, I, like when I started making like that thousand on Tesla, I was like, yo, I need like more <laughs> money. I need more money. I need like, you know, a hundred thousand in my options trade account. And so like, I'm like, okay, that's why, like, I started my own online business, you know, so I'm about to start selling watches. I got this women's collection because I'm like, I you know, what's your website? Um, my website is called, it's um, SavoirWatches.com. Uh, it's on my um, Instagram because I have a I have an Instagram page uh, for my watches and um, we just launched last week and then um, I got the pre-orders now on the site, but um, I'm going to be shipping out within the next two weeks, so. Nice. I'm going to get one of those. Are those women's watches or unisex? Those 
regular women's, but I'm going to do a men's collection. I'm working on that too. Uh, I got to yeah. get one for my lady. I got to support. Where can they find you on social media and where other places can they contact you and where can they um, support whatever you have going on? So you can find me on Instagram at um, SheABlackBarbie. So this is um, the MVP Options Community um, interview series. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving the people some game. I, I think you gave them some insight because you have to make it real. Sometimes people just see the numbers and they see a little screen name. And they don't know it's real people with real jobs, mm-hmm. with real all this stuff that um, are doing this. And that makes it real for them. I think it's possible for them, too. But we just have to have that perspective and we have to be willing to to take our L's, as you said, and learn. So I want us all to win. That's what we do this for. The goal isn't just to, like, teach you something and walk away. The goal is to teach you something and then help you be successful with what you taught you, what we've taught you. So I hope that we're doing just that. Um, we have multiple channels inside of the community. You can ask questions. We have people there to answer those questions. We have people there to uh, give you maybe some investment ideas as well. And I'm there as well. So you can catch me on the TC Options Community channel. That's kind of where I reside. Um, thank you guys all for coming and taking some time out of your, your night to learn. And I'll see you in the community. <laughs>